Hi, welcome to the Ending Your Binge Eating Podcast. I'm Rashonda Yates. I overcame binge eating, lost 50 pounds and kept it off for over two years. And now I am sharing my stories and strategies to help you end your binge eating once and for all. Today, I am talking about how to feel bad without eating cake. Have you ever felt like out of control, overwhelmed, stressed, and just found yourself, you know, face down um, in a plate of cookies, you know, cake, a pan of brownies, whatever. This is something that I used to deal with so, so much. And one of the most common phrases that I hear from people struggling with binge eating is the phrase that begins with the three words, I feel so, fill in the blank. Um, you know, I used to feel bad or have a bad day at work or feel ignored by my friend or my partner or feel isolated and lonely, stressed, overwhelmed. And I would have such good intentions for my healthy eating and might go all day being quote unquote good, having something healthy for breakfast and lunch, um, But then around like 4 p.m., it was like I became possessed and the day of quote unquote good eating went right out the window. Can you relate to this? What I later realized was that those feelings all day built up until I finally just kind of had enough. The stress and overwhelm would come to a head and I would find myself binge eating to numb out to those feelings. I basically just wanted to feel better for just a moment or... I would just want chocolate so bad because the urge was so strong and all I could think about was how good it would taste when I finally dug in. Well, if you can relate to any of this, um, stay tuned because we're going to dive into how to deal with all of these negative emotions without eating over them. This episode is brought to you by my three-part series, How to Stop a Binge Before It Starts. It's a three-part training that teaches you how to get through cravings without giving in to them. It's delivered straight to your inbox, less than 10 minutes, delivered in bite-sized chunks where I just coach you through cravings. So you can get access to all of that for free at sinfox.com slash Rashonda Yates. So here's something I wish that someone would have told me, you know, back in middle school, it would have made my life a lot easier. And it's this, you are not your feelings. One of the biggest mistakes that we make, not just in binge eating recovery, but in life in general is to identify with our emotions. One of my mentors said once, and this blew my mind, she said, emotions are not here to be questioned. They're here to be felt. Now, how many times have you got caught up in questioning your emotions, asking why? Why do I feel so sad, so angry, so lonely, so out of control? Why do I keep eating so much? Why can't I stop? Well, this is totally natural to do. Um, because I think as humans, we we want to be able to figure things out. Um, but on the other hand, you know, where has that gotten you so far? Has it really helped? Now, I don't say that to be harsh, but because I did this myself for years, asking why do I feel this way or that way and not realizing that I was actually barking up the wrong tree. 
when I realize that my emotions are not me, I could begin to disassociate from them. I could begin to just feel them and let them go and just process them without having a story attached to them. You are not your emotions. So how can we begin to disassociate? I'm going to share three of my favorite tools for disassociating from your emotions. So the first tool is mindful eating. Mindfulness can take many forms and begin with something as simple as eating a tangerine or a piece of chocolate slowly and paying attention. Now, this does not have to be um, complicated. Pick literally any food and sit down with the intention of paying attention. No TV or phone because you want your full attention on the act of eating. And that's enough to get you started. If you want to take that to the next level, eat alone. And if you eventually start working it into your routine, maybe you can start challenging yourself um, by, you know, I'm always going to eat breakfast mindfully, or maybe you have three mindful meals a week, or whatever it is. And, you know, ask, how can I make this work for me? And then tinker with it. And if you just go into it with um, an intention to succeed and curiosity, then you will gain so many benefits from sitting down to mindful meals. The next one I want to share, number two, is basically just tell your reptilian brain to talk to the hand. Um, If you remember this 90s phrase, basically, um, you know, the idea of talk to the hand is that you're going to dismiss a person. You're not even paying attention to that person. Well, you can actually talk to the reptilian part of your brain that wants you to binge and tell it to take a hike um, in a similar way. You don't have to buy into the chatter surrounding the urge to binge. Here's a very simple script that you can use when you feel a craving. The first thing you do is establish the habit is not you or the urge is not you by saying, this is not me. When an urge hits, the urge is actually a powerful emotion. It's compelling you to act on your habit, which the brain wants you to keep doing. It wants you to get into. This urge is not your analytical brain. How do you know this? Because your analytical brain is the part that says, no, I'm not going to eat that. I already had X, Y, and Z today. I'm gaining weight. I'm trying to lose weight, etc." Um, So instead of engaging with that chatter, that's not you, which is basically the urge, instead talk to it and say, this is not me. This is just my reptilian brain telling me to do the habit. And you might hear back, oh, but you've had a rough day. You deserve this. Screw it. I already blew it and had a cookie earlier today. Might as well go crazy and I'll start over tomorrow. Does that sound familiar? (laughs) Um, So that is the voice of the habit. That's nothing more than your habit brain coming up with reasons to act on the, the urge, the emotional urge to binge. But when you use this script, you're basically saying, talk to the hand. You aren't me and you don't decide what I do. I decide. So the script one more time is, this is not me. This is just my 
reptilian brain trying to get me to do the habit. Then you can talk to the habit voice and you can say, this is not me. This is just my habit voice telling me to get into the habit. And then you make a very um, firm choice to focus on something else. So you can say, I choose to focus on, you know, what will I feel like when I get to the other side of this urge and I haven't binged? Or you can even project even farther out into the future to say, you know, what will it be like to be free from binge eating? Or you can really keep it even more simple. You can say, okay, I move my attention to this Netflix show that I'm watching right now, whatever it is. All you have to do is to focus on something else and have all your attention on whatever that thing is. Because as long as you're not thinking about whatever the food is that you had the urge to binge on, you actually can't act on it. That is number two. So let's get into number three. Number three is a favorite of mine. And it is what I personally used at the very beginning of my uh, journey of overcoming cravings, which was which is urge surfing. This is a way of disassociating from your emotions that allows you to actually experience fully the urge to binge. In mindfulness, there is a concept of labeling. And with labeling, you label things that you're noticing with detachment. So you're not identifying with them, but you are noticing them and just labeling them. Um, Now, I give you a full deep dive into this four-step process in my training, How to Stop a Binge Before It Starts. But here's a quick rundown. You can use the acronym RAIN, which was created by Tara Brock to remember the steps. The first one is recognize. The second one is accept. The third is investigate and the fourth is note. And the first step is just to recognize that you're having a craving or an urge. The second step is to accept. Um, Instead of resisting, you actually accept that the urge is here. The third step, you notice where the urge lives in your body. And in the fourth step, you actually note um, or label where each or what each sensation feels like. So for example, um, cooling, rising, tightness, pressure. And basically you just um, repeat that process until the urge passes. And yes, the urge will pass. It always passes. But um, let's go ahead and recap what we talked about today. The first one was mindfulness. The second one is to talk to your brain and tell it to talk to the hand, (laughs) talk to your reptilian brain and tell it to talk to the hand. And then the third one is urge surfing. Hopefully these tips have helped you today. Go ahead and try them and make sure that you grab your free training if you haven't already at sinfox.com slash Rashonda Yates. And I'll catch you next time on the Ending Your Binge Eating Podcast. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you have gained any value from this episode or from the podcast in general, then I would really appreciate it if you would leave a review on iTunes. It is such a big help. It helps me to reach more people. And 
If you did gain any insights, I would love to hear your takeaways and how you're implementing these tools. Over on Instagram, you can follow me at Rashandi Yates and send me a DM and let me know what you are using, what you're taking away from the episode, what your ahas are, things that you're seeing differently. I love having conversations with you over there. And until next time, I'll catch you on an episode on, an, on another episode. Bye.